651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The craziest thing a fan ever said to me was saying I had someone in my like DMs like like requested DMs saying like you lost me like some parlay or something like all this money like I can't say what he actually said here on the mic because it's extremely a lot of profanity but I looked at it and I just started laughing because like the whole team because we lost it wasn't even just me personally but it's like he chose to to DM me so I just I honestly just kind of smiled at it and was like. Man, I feel bad for this guy. He lost a hundred bucks or something. He must really need that hundred bucks. DMM is not gonna get your money back. Like, what do you want me to do? Come on. Man, I really appreciate Drake, uh, Drake Stoops for not putting me on blast right there. Uh, Got to admit, reluctantly, that was me. How do we not uh, cover against UTEP game one last year? Come on. Oh, that's funny. That's very funny. Um, I would like to know uh, from the text line today, what's the meanest or craziest thing they've ever said to an opposing player? Yeah. That could get interesting. The gentleman that sits uh, next to me at the OU home games told me that he once threw an uh, empty liquor bottle on the field at OU Texas, and he was banned from there. Nice. I, I love that attitude. Yeah, need more of it. Nice. Uh, that's wild, though, that – I mean, think about the <laughs> – you're not mad at yourself for placing the bet. You're mad at the players, and you're going to d- DM them and, and get all upset. It's just like a weird thing to me. Like, I understand. Uh, you've got money on it. It should go one way. It doesn't. You're frustrated about it. Uh, I mean, I understand that. But to go the extra mile and, and go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and reach out and contact these kids. like uh, That was alcohol-induced, or at least I would hope so. I mean, there's no excuse for that, but I actually hope alcohol was involved in that decision. I don't know. It's crazy. Like You, you don't lose very many games at Oklahoma. And when you do, at least in my experience, it's about the most miserable feeling you could ever imagine for a bunch of different reasons. And you cannot feel any worse than, than you do about yourself, about how you played, about your preparation. You start to question everything in your, in your week and how you conduct yourself and relationships and everything like like you need an extra message from someone you don't know that lost money on it that has something to say to you like as if you didn't feel as horrible as you already you know what i'm saying it's just it's it's weird well if that's the new thing dming uh, players and coaches after they cost you a parlay uh, me thinks that Steve Sarkeesian and Quinn Ewer is going to get a lot of DMs uh, this upcoming season because Texas you think is going to so? be well. They're going to be favored in eleven of the twelve games. Some are going to pick them to uh, win outright at Alabama. I'm not buying all the hype, so yeah, they could be getting 
a good number of DMs. How do you think uh, truth serum, maybe not even truth serum, maybe we'll hear from uh, Sarkeesian down at uh, Big 12 Media Days, but how do you think he feels about where they're being picked? I said it yesterday. I don't know how he can love this. I think he's got to absolutely no. hate it. I think he hates it, man. Has to. Um, because it, it, for a couple of reasons. One, it's all of the unrealistic expectations that are now on his team, which I saw a headline yesterday that says um, Texas not winning the Big 12 would be a failure. Okay? So some nationally, Teddy, are putting out the expectation that if Texas doesn't win the league that they haven't won in over a decade, then the season is a failure, right? So that's, that's yeah. a big reason, too. And I think maybe this is like the most important point of all is they were 8-5 and five last year, you know? It's not like yeah. they ran off 10 or 11 wins or anything like that. I know it was a better season that they had before. I bet he hates it from the aspect of all we did last year was win eight games, we lost five, and the feeling of satisfaction that could be around his program right now compared to yeah. how it actually should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting phenomenon that we, we have seen out there where where outside people that I mean some have uh, some have you know uh, an idea or an educated view of what it is but the, the overwhelming majority of people are just kind of I from what they've heard or or whatever just kind of latch on to this narrative and, and it feeds and Right. These expectations kind of grow out of out of nowhere. It's just it's weird that it's developed already. We're in July into a situation about how how horrible it is if Texas doesn't win the Big Twelve. Doesn't that isn't that just really weird? Like you have no idea how things are going to unfold. Uh, you, you just you never do. Quinn Ewers could get hurt in the first game. Like they could lose a couple of quarterbacks this year. You know, you could you get bit, bit by the injury bug across the offensive line, or just with a handful of their best players, and things can drastically change. You just you never know how things unfold, and I to put that on anyone right now is just a it's a weird. Thing. It, I mean, it is not a weird just thing. a team that's won it three times in the last 25 years or however long it's been. It, it's really for anyone. It's a weird thing. Um, it's also a thing that I think is going to put Sark on the hot seat going into his first year in the SEC. I, uh, and, and I've told you that like, as much as I have decided to start to enjoy all the Texas hype that's happening, um, I, I just think it's worst-case scenario for Sark. For this year's yeah. team, for the job security, because the narrative is out there strongly. There's no excuses. This Texas team should win the Big 12. It's a disappointment if they don't. They got 41 of 67 first-place votes yesterday, man. They weren't just picked to win the league yesterday. They were picked to win the league by a pretty wide margin. Like, those votes yesterday say to a lot of people, they are the best team on paper. Something is very wrong if they don't win win the league this year. And then if they don't even make the Big 12 championship, Sark will definitely be on the hot seat year one in the SEC. Not right. a league that you want to be on the hot. I, I wonder how many coaches have uh, been on the hot seat 
while in the SEC, and how many have escaped that? Probably not many. Uh, yeah. I mean, Auburn's coach is on the hot seat seemingly every single year. Yeah. <laughs> they, they normally don't last very long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, probably pretty rare. Yeah, it's weird, dude. I, I, this is an interesting comparison on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Sean says, Texas this year reminds me of OU in 2014, except OU beat Alabama and Texas lost by one the year before. Yeah. That's it. When you kind of look at the quarterback situation of what OU thought or what we thought about Trevor Knight at the end of last, at that last 2013 season, you know, end of the year. I, I think there's some similarities there for sure. Yeah. But OU at least had a track record, though, is the only difference. Track that's record true. of winning the league in Texas obviously doesn't have that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the other thing is, like, that was that was a that was an Oklahoma thing in 2014. But you know, how many times have we won the league since 2014? 15, uh, 15 16, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Or, or wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You said since yeah. 20, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, six, yeah, six years. Six, six times since then. We won six times since then. And I, I don't know that any time after any of those was the the feeling the next year this overwhelming that Oklahoma was going to win the the title and maybe it was maybe they were picked I mean they were picked to win it a bunch but as overwhelming as Texas has been picked I I don't know maybe there's been a couple of years where they would have gotten 41 of the 67 first place votes but I mean that's just yeah. that's, that's you I mean OU got as many first place votes yesterday as Texas Tech did I mean yeah. that's 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 how they're viewed right now in the league as many first place votes, the same amount as Texas Tech had, and what right. ten less than Kansas State? Man, yeah, it's the it's the uh, lowest expectations OU's had going into a year since ninety nine. Uh, is that right? Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I think even in 05, there was the thought that, well, OU's just been good for so long, they're going to reload and they're going to be fine, you know. Um. Man, I, I mean, pick to finish third in the league. Maybe 2015 is is a more recent year, coming off that 2014 season that we're just talking about. And Baylor and TCU thought that they, you know they're both going to be really good right. this year. Yeah, I don't know, but I did I see this correctly that Oklahoma State got a vote. They got one first place vote. You did see that correctly. How do you feel about that? <sighs> I'm I guess I'm shocked. I mean that's a that's a huge stretch. I I don't know think they voted with an orange crayon when they filled theirs out. <laughs> who so who votes on these? Is this like this, this is, is the media poll is, is who it is. Okay. So there's a strong hint for you. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's like a trolling job or just like throwing away your vote. And hey, they could go. They could go win it, right? But to pick them to win it right now, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't. I, I mean, just, I, you can't. Do I'd it. actually be interested in an entire segment on that individual telling us why Oklahoma. <laughs> not a whole segment. How about two minutes? Why you honestly think Oklahoma State 
is going to win the league this year. Or why I was about to team. say, like, I don't know that there's really enough there to fill an entire segment. Well, uh, cuz. Right, just thanks for cause. having me, guys. That's it. <laughs> just cuz. Which, hey, I've used that for a lot of things to justify <laughs> a lot of things that I've I've picked or done just because that is actually legitimate. Uh, it's wild. Um, off topic, but still great. You are uh, you're lucky I didn't put something on social media today on the uh, ref page. Oh, because yeah? Because I have this unique gift. I don't have a lot of them, but I do have the unique gift of a gift of going back to old games when you played mm-hmm. and finding an embarrassing uh, interview that you did. Yeah. Today I found not one, but two hilarious videos from when you played. I put together like the um, every year OU's won the Big Twelve football championship. Uh-huh. I put together like a five second video clip of each team holding up the trophy right after, you know. Yeah. And I, for the 2002 season, there's there's not a lot of uh, OU Colorado 2002 Big Twelve championship footage available online. So I ended up having to go to like a 2002 season highlight reel, and I scrolled too far, and I got to the bowl game initially instead of the Big 12 championship. What I find, what I found was absolute gold. I found huh. you on a, it wasn't like a log ride, but you know those circle oh, yeah. water rides? It was you, Bob, Nate Hibble, and Trent Smith, I think. I and think you, was Derek Strait on there too. Maybe Derek Strait was on there. I found that one, and then, and then there was one with you, you know, on the ride where um, you're sitting down and it just shoots you straight up in the air, and then it comes back down slowly and shoots you right back up in the air. Yeah, I, I saw you on that one with someone else, and the the reactions were pretty priceless. It, it made funny. me it made me happy. You know what's weird, like. That era of football, it's almost as if the internet or whatever didn't even exist. I, it's so hard to find anything like box scores from games. Or it's why is that the case? Just like the, it's almost like there there was like this effort to not keep anything from that era, even though like. Everything on the internet is forever, except for that point, that period. It's weird. Uh, I just Googled 2002 Big 12 Championship, and um, I have, like, the ESPN log of, like, the, the, the scoring log, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't say who scored. Oklahoma, three-yard passing touchdown. 545 left in the first quarter. Oklahoma, 21-yard passing touchdown. Like, now you get who threw it, who caught it, everything you need. This was right. just, hey, OU scored with like nine minutes left in the second quarter. Not sure who did it, but they it's did. It's weird. Very weird. But now that's funny. I remember that trip, and I guess we went to uh, Disneyland yeah. for the Rose Bowl, and, you know, you have to do these stupid little bowl game things where, I, I don't know, promotional things where, why don't you guys get on this ride and, there's someone there with a camera making it as awkward as possible. You know, so. you, you, you know uh, what else you did that trip to the Rose Bowl? That is totally random. Do you, do you uh, remember? What, like, like me specifically or no, the, the team? team. The, the team, yeah. What one of the events was? I did not know this until I watched that video today. Uh, I feel like we did. We do the um, 
Oh, uh, what's the restaurant that has the prime rib? You did deal? that, the Lori, uh, Lori's uh, Beef Bowl or yeah. whatever it is. You got beat by Washington State in that. The team met and went to Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It was good. So um, how was seeing Jay Leno live? I'm sure you remember every detail of that. It was it was actually good. He came out like before the show and did some stand-up. Uh, he was really funny. Um, is it Edward Norton that – I think that was the the like the main guest was on there. Is that the guy from like? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah, uh, and who else was there? Was someone? There was another comedian on. It was good. I, I actually enjoyed it. Did he do any bits on you guys' inability to defend the deep ball that season in two thousand two? Did Jay do uh, Jay any bits Leno? on that? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Hmm, yeah, okay. I'm pretty good. Yeah, except for the deep ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Reggie McNeil throwing it deep. Josh Fields throwing it deep. <laughs> no, he did not. But he was he was way cooler than I ever imagined he was going to be. Whenever he came out and, and talked to the crowd, like interacted with the crowd for like 15, 20 minutes. Wasn't a jerk, huh? He's good. Nice. No, he's great. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text line going. Let's uh, let's fill it up. 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. Hang out at Newcastle Casino today. Stay tuned. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. The AKS Summer Bead and Jewelry Show returns to the OKC State Fair Park Expo. Hoffman MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. It is the rush on a Friday. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Someone from the 405 says, uh, I yelled at a Cincinnati Bearcat player, number 85, back when they were good playing OU at home. He was dancing and acting the fool the first half when the game was close. Second half, we blew them out. I yelled, hey, 85, you're not dancing anymore. He put his head down and sat on the bench. I felt bad. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think uh, I think if you're a fan and you're at the game, I, I don't subscribe to the theory that if you paid for that ticket that you can say whatever you want to the players. Uh, that absolutely is not true. But if a player's dancing around and – like you're making fun of them for that. That's a hundred. Like any of your actions out there are totally up for being um, made fun of by anyone in the stands. I'm down Accurate. with that. Accurate. But you can't. I, I I do not agree that because you paid the ticket, you can say whatever you want to the players. Totally disagree with that. Uh, your useless college football information of the day. That 2008 Cincinnati team yeah. that OU beat had players such as Jason Kelsey, uh-huh. Travis Kelsey, who was yep. the quarterback at that time, and Derek Wolf, who won Super Bowl 50 with the Broncos, who's a really good NFL player. Not bad. Did you say Travis Kelsey was a – He listed as a quarterback for the 2008 Cincinnati Bearcats. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, that position change worked out nicely for him when you say he Very was he was a redshirt freshman, Cleveland Heights, Ohio, six foot five quarterback. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a smart smart change up there to go to tight side end. Pretty good. Three oh eight says it's not really what I said to a player, but I once prayed all through halftime for OU to turn the game around and not lose to freaking Texas Tech. Alan Bowman did not return to the game after halftime due to a collapsed lung. I know my prayers did not do that, but I still feel a bit a bit guilty. Oh wow! Um, all I heard was an OU fan prayed for Alan Bowman to have a collapsed lung. Yeah, That's what I, I heard. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that did that back in 2018. Uh, that was one of the more strange um, occurrences happening out of halftime that I've I've seen before. Because going yeah. into halftime, it was like, oh, man. OU got down 14 nothing real quick. They've been trying to fight back. The defense is struggling to get stops. Alan Bowman looks like Joe Montaigne out there right now. And then the third quarter starts, and he's not out there. And then you find out quickly after that he's not going to be playing anymore. Right. That was a Yeah, that was weird. Because he, uh, he was playing really good that day. Which, you know, here's the thing I'll say about Oklahoma State. I think that they, because of him, I think they got they got a shot. Um, I think they're going to air it out, throw the ball around the yard a little bit more. Um, but to pick him to win the league, no, not happening. But I'm interested to see if he can put together a, a full season, stay healthy, and uh, see what Oklahoma State can do. 918 says, <laughs> I went to an OU game one time and yelled, you suck, meathead, at number 11 in the early 2000s and got flipped off. I sat back down and felt bad. Uh, yeah, right. I would not have flipped anyone off. Well, yeah, maybe I would It would have been double birds, not just one. Chapstick have had a, uh, have had a collapsed lung. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. 918, I said some horrible stuff to that A&M defensive tackle who uh, did the late hit and started dancing when we were up 77 nothing? Johnny Jolly? Said Is that who bad, it was? Yeah, said some yeah. bad things to him, huh? I condemn yeah. that one. Hey, the kid was, he got a tackle for loss against the University of Oklahoma. He's thrilled. Yeah, when the offensive line fell down. I could have done the same thing on that play. And I would have danced just like Johnny Jolly would have. Ohio Sooner, that texter shouldn't feel guilty about making the 2008 Cincinnati team feel bad. Brian Kelly was the coach. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't get cussed out like Brian Kelly. He uh, he liked to throw out some F-bombs while at Notre Dame. You think? Until they yeah. told him, like, hey, dude, it's a Catholic school. Why don't you calm down a little bit? Uh, the only thing I knew about Brian Kelly for the longest time is that his face was always like, it looks like a tomato every time they would pan <laughs> over to him. Like, I just remember, you remember when they did the two-quarterback thing at Notre Dame? Yeah, oh, sure. And he was always just furious at one of those guys. And they would pan over there, and he would just be screaming at one of them, face bright red. That's he, my impression of Brian Kelly. Yeah. That's It still sticks with me. I wonder if he's calmed down a little bit at LSU or not. No, I don't know. guess we'll see this year. 580, the Southeastern marching band used to chant, Fatty, fatty at opposing <laughs> players that were a little beefy. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's anything an offensive lineman hasn't heard by that point in their in their life. 
one more. Camo Sooner says, man, me and my brother dogged the crap out of the Texas Roy Williams coming out of the tunnel at the Cotton Bowl. Camo Sooner. Yeah. One of yeah. my favorite postgame quotes, Roy Williams said, I feel like a loser, man, a loser, after he <laughs> lost the, for the fourth consecutive time to OU after the year three game. <laughs> like, yeah, Roy, I'd say you probably are, dude. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. I, I think I remember. Did you play that clip not probably. too long ago? Didn't that sound like something I'd play on this show? Yes. I probably did. Um, I'm surprised that you're able to find it, considering nothing from the early 2000s exists anywhere. <laughs> One more. Les Miles flipped us off for screaming at him when he was the coach at Oklahoma State. Nice. I think it was 04, maybe, is the year after you left OU. Greg Robinson, I think, was the Texas defensive coordinator. He very famously flipped off the uh, OU side of the Cotton Bowl while walking up the tunnel after a loss. Nice. Yeah. I will say, you know, I don't know how we managed to get the the side of the of the stadium where the tunnel is, and like it never rotates. Like we, it's always the same side side of the stadium. It's actually the south side. Matt complained about that, like everything else. Well, you know, it's a little unfair. They get the scoreboard, they get the jumbotron, they get the tunnel there. I think we should flip it, and it never happened. Um, But he complained about that amongst many things. Yeah, it kind of has a beef, but it is what it is at this point, you know. Though I will say it's hard to see the Jumbotron depending on where you're sitting in the stadium. Finding a replay could uh, could be tough to find on the OU side if you're not in the right yeah. spot. Yeah. I, I That's one of the few renovations, I guess, that they could do is add uh, more screens in there, more Jumbotrons where uh, everyone has Teddy, a – Teddy, everyone's so fragile about the setup of that. It better be the exact same scoreboard, exact same size on the Texas side as it is the OU side, or someone's feelings <laughs> is going to get hurt. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, well. Uh, what, so what do you mean? He said they get the scoreboard. You can see he the scoreboard. He didn't say that. He didn't say he, 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 oh. he really was talking about the tunnel. Okay. And then shortly after, go figure, they start throwing up the curtains on the side of the tunnel when both teams are, are walking out. Uh, Killed a part of the rivalry there. Thanks, Mac. Appreciate that. They put up curtains like they're killing a horse uh, in the tunnel or something. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Don't look in here. Something bad's happening. (laughs) 580, it's because the game is played in Texas, and that's the concession. Well. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that's. That's the truth. You uh, you do get to keep it in your home state there, uh, Texas. I say we start ripping down the curtains. And have it an open view. Let's get back to beer bottles being thrown. That's the true heartbeat of this game. Yeah, I don't know. I think that may be a bit much throwing uh, beer bottles. That's but, fine. Um, you can't you know, even throw, throw beer throw bottles. St- you got to wait an hour and a half to get a beer in that place. So the odds of people actually having beer bottles to throw are highly unlikely in those seats. Well, even I mean, you've really got to be upset at someone to throw a thirty-dollar beer at them. You know, <laughs> when you know you're going to pay thirty dollars for it and you won't get one the rest of the game. Yeah, yep. it's That's a commitment. Solid gold. Five eight zero. I yelled "booger eater" to Chase Daniel at the Big Twelve Championship in Kansas City. That was always fun. Nice. Now. Wh- What's the truth on that deal? Is that actually what happened? Because that's what it looks like on the video. During the break, well, obviously you've seen it if you're just, yeah, it, it, that 
that's exactly what happened there. I don't Isn't know what else. A- I don't know what else. Teddy, I if a guy picks his nose and eats it, there's not a lot of alternative situations that could have occurred. You know, it's just a weird. It's a weird instinct because I don't know if all little kids do it, but. I mean, a high percentage of them do it at some point. It's just a really weird. <laughs> when you're the, when you're the star quarterback, right, and you know you're on TV, I, it's it's a heck of a it's a heck of a gamble, man. When you know the camera is eighty percent of the time going to be on you. A gamble? It's not a gamble. I if you are above age seven, it's not a gamble. It's just flat out wrong and there is zero benefit like for it to be a gamble there has to be some type of payoff there is no payoff being on national television i mean i know he wasn't thinking about it at the moment as he was sitting on the bench but come on you're that's was that the year they were number one in the country or something close um i mean it was top 10 yeah maybe it was the year before they were they were obviously pretty good when he was there one of his last two years like that there is no gamble in that that's just <laughs> only downside to that one buddy Whew. uh by the way 50 days until college football officially starts 57 days until ou football it's like 50 days really? all right yeah let's go 50 days week okay. zero i'll watch it don't get me wrong but it's a bit of a tease it's like 50 days away let's just come on 50 more days then you get there it's navy and notre dame in dublin USC, San Jose State, and then uh, Hawaii and Vanderbilt are the uh, marquee matchups there. I will I want, still watch it, but it's a bit of a tease. I want those 50 days to go by as slowly as possible. Let's slow things down a little bit. Let's savor every moment of the summer that we have. Uh, time by the pool. Uh Playing cornhole, not waking horseshoes. up at six a.m. for a football game, like everyone's going to be doing. Just, let's just relish the moment before the uh, the season gets here because it's going to be anxiety filled. It's going to be um, right every single game, no matter how good we look, we're going to be waiting on the uh, the six and seven team to show back up. I mean, that's just kind of how it's going to be. It's going to be a tough year. Hopefully we play good enough early to, to kind of get rid of some of those demons, but I feel like they're going to be there. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text on 651-3439. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're simply the best. The Showplace Theater is back at Riverwind and with some of the best acts around. Like Collective Soul, July 21st. Josh Turner, July 28th. Counting Crows, August 25th. Foreigner, October 6th. Rodney Carrington, October 27th. And Aaron Lewis, November 9th. It's easy to see why Riverwind is... It's a Friday on The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Hey, real quick, want to tell you about a great event coming up next Tuesday for an even better cause. It is the, uh, this will be benefiting the Ryan Minor Medical Fund, but uh, you've got the uh, golf tournament, the Sooner Summer uh, Family Reunion, next Tuesday, July 11th 
at the Jimmy Austin Golf Club. Lunch at 11 a.m., shotgun start at 1230. It's $125 per player, $500 for a four-player team, and it looks like each four-player team will have one celebrity per team, which is pretty cool. Uh, for information on how to get involved, you can email minordamon at yahoo.com, just like Damon Miner, the former Sooner, minordamon at yahoo.com, or Larry J. Phillips 18 at hotmail.com. But that'll be next Tuesday at the Jimmy. Awesome event for an even better cause supporting uh, Ryan Miner's medical fund. So, cool deal. Very good. Uh, what were what were you doing with Roy yesterday? Saw a photo out there. Oh, we had a we had an event, a luncheon for the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame, just like a uh, just kind of like a panel thing, talking about our time at OU, talking about uh, that play and kind of some of the stuff around it, and um, just like a really short, like thirty minute thing. Took some questions from the audience and stuff. Um, Did anyone, it was pretty cool, though. Please tell me that someone from the audience asked, Hey, Teddy, what were you thinking when that ball was in the air, man? Were you just thinking catch it? Uh, didn't get one of those. Mm. I was really hoping for a, hey, guys, what's it like <laughs> walking down that tunnel? <laughs> that would have been my follow-up if I would have been there. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good, though. I'm guessing you guys talked about the uh, Superman play quite a bit. Uh, yes, we did. We did. Talked about, uh, a lot of that, a lot of the stuff around it, Roy, you know, kind of talking about, you know, events leading up to it and yeah, we kind of hit everything. It does remind, it it does remind me of something though, uh, that happened whenever I was in Jinx, uh, staying at my sister's house. Perfect. I... I don't know how to feel about this, but I went to pick up some lunch. And I walked in, you know, walk up to the bar at at Louie's to get the to-go order. And as I walk up, this guy walks up and is like, hey, small world. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, where do I know this guy? Where do I know this guy? How do I know him? How do I know him? And uh, and then he kind of like stops and says, is your name Billy? <laughs> I said, I did not expect that. I sure expected a, a Rocky, but not a Billy. And I was like, no, not Billy. And he's like, man, you look just like my friend Billy. I was like, huh, well. Yeah, bald, six foot yeah. three, however big you are now. Um, Billy must be an athletic specimen still. Good, good okay, so that's part of it. Like, that's part of what's got me. Fi- so after I get the food, I pay for it. I'm walking out, and he, th- this guy, he, like, waves me over to their table, and his wife is sitting there, and she's like, I mean, you've got a dead ringer out there, a twin, looks just like you. Shows me the picture of him. This is Billy. Like, shows me the picture on her phone. Tyler? This guy's like 50-something years old. Ah, yes. He is maybe tops 180 pounds. <laughs> the picture they show me, he's wearing like a a, a long-sleeve button-up, and it's buttoned 
all the way to the top, and he still has like an inch of space around his neck. I, to me, is an insult. I don't look anything yeah. like the, this the guy. Rocky, the Rocky Kalmus jokes seem a lot more funnier now and, and a lot better, don't they? They do. Yeah. I walked out of there thinking, do I have this vision of myself that is like totally not like what I think I look like? I just, I flat out look nothing that, like that. That's what Chapstick just said. Looking at Billy is the first time Teddy realized how ugly he is. <laughs> I, I think that maybe it, that's what that's how I felt. The rest, I, that's uh, how I still feel. I had a very similar experience with you on vacation five six years ago when you texted me the Russian guy that looked exactly like me. The only thing is that really did look like me, so I had yeah, to do self evaluation. He didn't. That guy didn't look bad though. Yeah, I mean, still, you look at you, you find someone that looks exactly like you. It's like really. That's that's what I'm rolling with? Okay. Yeah. And he's Russian, too? That's tough. Yeah, that was the funny part. He was speaking Russian the entire time. Well, I I mean, it sounded like Russian to me. Who knows what it was? Yeah, man, that was uh, that was tough. It's still tough. Like, every now and then I think, do I really look like Billy? Do I really look like Billy? We need to get Billy on the show. I wonder what Billy does for a, for a profession. Maybe, I, I don't wanna, maybe he's Jake's former kicker. God, that would make it fantastic. I don't think it's fair to drag Billy into this. He wasn't there, you know. Twice. Someone mistakes you for someone from Jinx twice. The trend will only continue. Yeah. I, I'm i telling you, Tyler, I was laughing inside as this guy walked up thinking, Hi, Rocky. How's it going? <laughs> I just knew that that's what he was going to say. Billy threw you off quite a bit, yeah. Uh, the rush needs to be changed to Billy and Ernie in the evening. That's very nice, Tyler from Kellyville. Been listening to the oh, show in the man. while if you get that one. Yeah, I got, I got said, I yeah, that's a good one. Because I was told two years ago I looked like Ernie from the, what, George Lopez show? <laughs> and, buddy, like that's not a flattering photo to pull. Like, who's Ernie from the George Lopez show? And to look that one up, I don't know what Billy looked like, but it can't be worse than that. I've still well, had look- the worst end on that one. I'm looking it up. Um, I don't remember that. It's the toughest L I've ever taken right there. Yeah, that's great. Um, We got a troll out today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, laugh it up. It's it's fine. It's it's cool. You don't look like him. There's so many people Googling that right now. Yeah, I know I don't look like him, but this person saw me for three seconds walking out the door. Didn't even see me coming. Just saw me. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have a chance to evaluate me walking from a distance. I was walking through a door at the garage. He was coming out the door at the garage. Locked eyes on me, and that's the first thing that came to his mind. That's what's oh, tough to gosh. handle. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I can, like, there's a couple of pictures in here where I can, I can see what he's saying, but I would never pick that as... To say you look if like If the that. guy was looking to be mean, he uh, he accomplished it. He oh, accomplished so it. Funny. It hurt. Um, <laughs> we got a troll out today. Yes. Um, it's Friday, and uh, old Cow Turd is, uh, is trolling once again today. Peyton sent us the clip. It's like four minutes long. I'm going to have to 
I have to get that one down. I have to at some dig point. into yeah. it, see what's going on. Apparently, he said OU has a coaching issue right now, and that based on the schedule, OU could accidentally win eleven games, and that OU fans are going to start saying we got our guy again and think we can pivot perfectly into the SEC. So, well, yeah, Colin is saying that the schedule this year is going to be a mirage for what's actually to come in the SEC. We've been saying that, well, we haven't been saying it's a mirage, but, I mean, we've essentially said that if you look at this schedule, I mean, you got to have 10 wins or more. Um, I, I think we've even said, like, if, if you're no better than last year, you should still win 10 games with this schedule, right? And whether yes. or not that's going to be true, I think always – throw this out there is like the disclaimer i mean there's going to be a team or two on that schedule that's way better than they look right now um but i mean that's kind of the thing now you can also handle that schedule and do it where you can look at it and say we've got something real here and we're moving in the right direction so i mean of all of the dumb things that he said that's probably the least outlandish so i just have to hear the actual clip all right quick time out more from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Bringing you the physical, relentless, suffocating coverage of the Sooners you deserve. This is the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. <laughs> Steady now. He's a wild one. All right. Let her rip. One rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. It is the Rush on the Ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Hey, I only read the texts that are sent to me, but I did just get a text from management that the KREF app, the app kept crashing yesterday and today. Apparently that's been resolved. So if you're listening to us uh, via another nice. app, uh, go ahead and try and uh, test your luck there. And I guess you can be mad at me if it's still not working. KREF in the App Store if you don't have it already. But the issue seems to be resolved. Fingers crossed. I hope that's that's the case. Someone on the text line says, uh, have you guys talked about OSU's Kelly Maxwell maybe transferring to OU softball? Is that a real story? We haven't mentioned that, but that is um, massive news. Kelly Maxwell leaving Oklahoma State. The pitching uh, coach, of course, left Stillwater not too long ago. She'll have one year of eligibility remaining. Did not fare well against OU this year. Does not mean that she's not a good pitcher. Um, I have no idea if there's genuine interest from OU or not. That's yeah. something Patty's got to evaluate because I think they're still going to be good, perhaps even really good in the circle, but it'd be hard to say no to someone like Kelly Maxwell, even if it's a one-year rental. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like there's any time a, a top player in softball jumps in the portal, everyone is – really quick and saying they're coming to Oklahoma. 
and that may be the case. I'm not saying it's not. I just is there anything real to go off of that that may be a no, thing? No, I mean Teddy, there was nothing real to go off of when everyone was hoping that Nigel Kennedy would transfer to Stanford. It's just many have the thought, and I mean, a lot of the time it's legit. Why wouldn't she want to transfer to Oklahoma? They're the best well, program. I was going to ask, do you know where she's from? Is she from Oklahoma? I can't remember exactly where she's from, but also NIL. I mean, softball is – it's not football when it comes to NIL, obviously, but there's some teams that will shell out to try to get Kelly Max, Maxwell, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, – she's legit for sure. So, you know, and I think one of those things that everyone's got to, got to remember a little bit on some of those is like, those players' stats are going to look different on an Oklahoma team with the run support and defense you get. All right, quick timeout. Hour number two of The Rush coming up next.